I'm Pete Primo. This is the podcast for furniture and mattress store owners who want to make more money without the BS. Welcome to the No BS Sales, Marketing, and More podcast for furniture and mattress stores. If you own a furniture or mattress store or you work in one, this is a podcast for you. Pete Primo here, 005 with my friend Doug Stewart. Doug, you wrote a great article on uh, social media recently, and and I know that some of our our dealers, you know, have tried social media, some successfully, some unsuccessfully. Could you talk about our the article a little bit and the two things that you really kind of talked about, and then maybe we'll get into some other things too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think the social media is something that's on my mind. Um, on my mind quite often because I, I know that how important it is and how important it's going to continue to be um, for for our retailers. You know, it, one of the things that we really focus on at, at Mega Group is is helping prepare um, retailers for the future. We, we want to give them the maximum amount of value that we can give them today, tomorrow, and, you know, down the road, right? So, um, you know, as I, as I was sort of thinking about the thing that really um, – prompted me to write this particular post on uh, furnishingresults.com was just sort of thinking about the general idea that people have or or retailers have about social media sometimes and they think about it in terms of uh, traditional advertising, traditional media, the way that things have, have sort of always been. And so I wanted to give sort of a short um, sort of a a thought about um, about social media and and maybe help people think about uh, that platform in a different way. So the title of my post was um, uh, "More Social Media Followers in Two Easy Steps" because it seems as though that's what everyone's after, right? Everyone's after more followers, um, and and I sort of equated that in in terms of if if this were in person, how could I better uh, how could I get more followers? How could I get more friends? How could I get more people that would be willing to cooperate with me? And I am a humongous fan of um, of Dale Carnegie. I'm a I'm a certified Dale Carnegie instructor. About two and a half years ago, I fell in love with with the program, and I, I recommend it to any and everyone from a um, from a personal development, human relations uh, standpoint. And in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie lists out 30 principles um, for, uh, for winning friends and influencing people. Right? And the first nine principles are just about being a friendlier person. Right? These are all principles that if we had a written test, everyone in our country would pass the test. The first nine principles are you know, don't criticize, condemn, and complain. Give honest and sincere appreciation. Uh, arousing the other person an eager one, become genuinely interested in other people, smile, right? Novel idea, right? Smile. Um, remember that the other person's name is the sweetest and most important name in any language. Uh, be a good listener and encourage others to talk about themselves. Talk in terms of other people's interests and make the other person feel important and do it sincerely. Those are nine easy principles that m- all of us would say, yeah, those are all probably pretty good ideas. But so often we fail to do those on social media because what do we do? Four ninety nine queen sets come in today, right? We we try to sell something before 
we develop a relationship. And social media is really all about a relationship. So the two tips I gave was the first one was be generous, right? Um, Gary V talks about this. It's jab, 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 right hook. And the idea behind jab, 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 right hook is you give, you give, you give, then you ask. So you should be asking or you should be giving away three or four times before you ever ask for anything. And, you know, what I said in the article was, you know, unless you're Ashton Kutcher or, or Justin Bieber, <laughs> you have to give value first. People aren't just going to follow you because you exist. Right. Um, but, you know, the most important thing, Pete, that I found is that is that going first is the most important part. That is the most important thing. When people when people believe that you are sincerely interested in them, when you're asking them questions, um, you know, what I, what I would say to, uh, to retailers is, you know, there's certainly a place for companies to manage your social media presence, but the engagement piece, you can't hide from it. You have to get online. You have to go to your social network and you have to ask questions. You have to engage and you have to do it in a way that's not self-serving. Right. And, you know, think about it. What I what I talked about in the article was, you know, next time you were at a networking event, you know, try to go stand in a corner and just start reciting, you know, favorite quotes and insights and deals and offers and see how many people gather around to listen to you. Right. None. They're all going to think you're nuts because that would be that would be absurd to do in real life. Right. In public. But we it's so easy to fall into that trap and I fall into it just as easy, easily as anyone else. And it's so easy to fall into that trap, but it's always better to do the human thing, right? If I were, if I were in a social media or if I were in a uh, networking um, environment, <laughs> the thing that I would, um, I would do are those nine principles that Dale Carnegie lays out in his book. And the nine principles that they talk about in the in the in the Dale Carnegie courses, which is just be more friendly, right? Right. And that is the thing that that creates connection, and that's the thing that creates um, followers is people who are willing to give of themselves to be interested in other people, to um, to to ask questions and to do it in a in and not to do it in a in a self serving way, right. and you know. The, the ability to you know, put, put yourself sort of to the side, be generous, and then go first and reach out first and be willing to touch people and, and communicate with people without asking um, before you develop a relationship, I think really is a skill that has to be developed um, when it comes to social media. I, I agree, and, and it struck me um, like I was being hit by a sledgehammer that those nine principles all fell under generous mm -hmm. very nicely. And so what I've always loved about your write-ins and one of the things that attracted me to you, uh, besides the fact that you're tall and handsome, is... <laughs> I just got really uncomfortable, Pete. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's late. And, but anyway... I was trying to be funny there. Hey, anyone who doesn't know us, just trying to be funny. So seriously, though, you like you are the master of taking something complex and making it very simple. And I enjoy that. And that's what you did. You said 
be generous. Be friendly and be generous. And if you are, all those other things, those nine things, just really kind of fall right into line. Uh, one of the things <clears throat> that really struck me as I was listening to you was there are retailers that you deal with and that I work with too. And some of them have dabbled in social media, some mm -hmm. successfully, some not successfully. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about broadcasting information and or deals versus engagement. Mm. Just you, you mean what's the difference? Yes. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I definitely think there's a there's a time and there's a place to to broadcast. Right. There's there's a lot of people that are that are sort of um, that, that have their ideas about social media that say you should never offer your customers anything. Well, that's not true. Right. You're in business to offer a valuable product to your customers. The problem that I think people run into is that is their primary um, uh, way to communicate with their customers is to say, buy this, this is the deal, this is the price, this is the promotion, where on social media, people are there to really communicate back and forth. So being able to have a, uh, a communicative sort of relationship with your customers is, is, is imperative. So when I say um, you know, it's important to go first and it's important to reach out, that means finding one of your customers online. Um, we'll, use, we'll use Twitter because that's sort of, I guess, my favorite, is finding a customer online and just saying something kind. <laughs> I mean, it, it can be as, as, as much as you see them post a picture and you can um, say something um, positive about the picture that they, that they posted. That, it may not have anything to do with your product, but what it, what it does tell them is that you care about them more as a person than as a, than as a purchase. Right. And, you know, that doesn't mean that, that you should like troll around and like stalk people <laughs> because there, there are definitely companies that do that as well. But finding ways to have genuine connections with people um, is 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 really important. I mean, it's, it's one thing at the retail level to say, hey, please like our Facebook page. It's another thing to say, uh, you know, once you get that product in your home, I would love to see a picture. Will you send me a picture that I would love to put it up on our on our Facebook page? Right, that's a completely different sort of proposition for the customer. Where the first proposition is, please do something for me. The second proposition is, let me do something for you. Let me highlight this new purchase for you because it's it's such an important thing in your life. I would like to be a part of that, um, and it really tells your customer that you care about them after the sale, after it's over, um, and once you start, once you start sort of communicating on those levels. Then it turns into more of a of a social relationship as opposed to a transactional relationship, and and ultimately that's what you want. You want to have your customers think of you as someone who cares about them and who um, has their best interests at heart first. Yeah, yeah. Um, which reminded me in zero zero one your recommendation uh, to dealers for an idea in Facebook was exactly what you just said. It was a little bit different and basically have your uh, drivers snap a picture of the people with their, with their, uh, uh, with their furniture and post it on Facebook and mm -hmm. see if you get engagement from that. One of the big mistakes that I see on Facebook 
is just uh, blaring out exactly like what you said, you know, $399, $499, whatever, $99 uh, to the customer before you've even said hello. Right. Hello. Right. You know, here's uh, 13 tips on how to sleep better. Here's how to shop for your, your new mattress. Right. Here's how to shop for your next furniture purchase you know those are the things that are on customers minds and yeah if, if you created a little booklet um and and put it on your website and said hey um come to you know uh, give me your name and your email a little opt-in box and basically um i will send you these tips on how to shop for mattresses how to mm -hmm. shop for furniture um i think that would be really helpful yeah Absolutely. And, and you know, I, I hear often um, retailers will say things like, you know, I don't have any writers on staff. <laughs> I don't I don't have um, I don't have a social I don't have the budget for a social media strategist. Right. So what do they do? They give the social media responsibility to the youngest person in the company. Yes. <laughs> because they think just because they have the capacity to to um, use technology that they have the expertise to use technology and although I am pro-millennial <laughs> I have to be I am a millennial <laughs> I don't necessarily think that is always the right person right it's 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 not about um, and and I say to people you know all the time is you have to be careful not to confuse um, uh, the ability to do something with the um, with the ability to do that that same thing well right and just because you know the youngest person at your company knows how to take a picture of their burrito and post it on Facebook does not mean that they can successfully run your social media strategy <laughs> you know, and, it's, it's, it, it, that's a great point you know one of the things <clears throat> that I would say if somebody asks me and uh, since they're not asking me here I am on this podcast <laughs> giving, it, giving it away you know, marketing is the lifeblood of your business. Your mm -hmm. the the survival of your business, your business's ability to 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 uh, to survive and to thrive are dependent on how well aimed your marketing is and how focused your marketing is and right. how successful it is. So it's a lifeblood of your business. You should never outsource marketing. It is the biggest mistake you could ever make. Mm -hmm. You need to educate yourself on marketing. You should not leave it up to your reps that sell you radio, your reps that try to sell you TV or direct mail. You should be going to marketing conferences on your own. You right. should become a marketer of your business in your own right. And mm -hmm. it should never be outsourced. Yeah, you you have to you have to take stake in in your marketing, and you know there's there's owners have different skill sets, right? One once one owner may have a tremendous sort of capacity for marketing and may get it um, really naturally, where others may have to work at it, right? And some may have more uh, technological ability to create things and be creative, but both of those sort of ends of the spectrum. They, you're you're exactly right that they have to make a commitment to make sure that the message they're sending to the customers is to their customers and and to their to their buying market is a reflection of who they are and who their company is. Um, because if you leave it up to to 
everyone else and a hand you know a handful of different people that do it for a price, then you know those people aren't necessarily necessarily bad, but they're not gonna they're not gonna get the essence of who you are and what you want to accomplish and what the messages that you want to send if you're not actively involved and to your point learning um, that part of their business. So I, I think that's a, that's a great point, Pete. Um, you know, one of the things that I would that I would um, that I would say that that retailers um, should do more of is 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 continuously put new and fresh content on their on their site. Um, I'm a as you know I'm a I'm a big believer in in blogs and I think a blog is a great way for a retailer to um, not only you know add value from a from a search engine optimization standpoint but to add value in that customer relationship that we talk about so so often right. um, and you know people would say well it's, it's hard to think about. I've got a thousand other things to to do it's hard for me to think about. Um, blog topics and and find time to write, find time to put content up. And what I would say is just spend 15 minutes a week (laughs) and think about the questions, the average questions that you hear from your salespeople and from your customers. What are they talking about? What are they asking about? What could you write in an article that would help answer a question? And it can only be one question. You don't have to write a dissertation. What you have to write is something that's helpful, something that's thoughtful, and something that's kind. And that can be written by you, that can be written by your salespeople, that can be written by people in your office, and it can be shared by the whole community um, of of the people who are part of your organization. And those are the things, you know, speaking of social media and connecting with your customers, that end up proving that you really do care about your customer um, more than you care about the transaction. I think that's fantastic. You know, I just pulled out, you can see I'm holding it up, a spiral notebook. Yeah. Keep a spiral notebook, label it ideas for blog, mm-hmm. and every time a customer asks you a question, write it down. And what you're going to notice is there's about 15 questions. You could probably categorize them into six different, you know, categories, categories, and Mark down every time somebody in a week asks you that question right. because you're going to find out that they're asking you the same questions again and again and again and, and, and start blogging about that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's exactly right. And that, gives, that also gives your salespeople a, an additional resource to talk to your customers about, to send a link to your customers that may call and ask a question. They may answer the question, but how much more value does it create to say, you know, we just wrote a post on that on our website. Let me send you a link. So not only did you get an inbound call, but you also had a new hit on your website that you may or may not have ever had right. um, because you were willing to put that put that content um, out to the world. Yeah. And by the way, it doesn't have to be good. <laughs> no, it, it, has j- to be it just engaging. has to be thoughtful. It has to be engaging. Right. You know, we need to understand that, you know, and it, it, you know, we've talked about this before. It transcends generations. I'm a baby boomer. Doug is a millennial. Guess what? We both want people to be interested in us. We want to be able to express ourselves, and so do your customers. Right. They they want to be listened to, and they want you to have a thoughtful response, and they want you to consider their point of view. And create an engagement on Facebook, on Twitter, on your blog, on YouTube, all these different 
new opportunities, really. Think about it. It's mm -hmm. so exciting. How many opportunities we have to touch customers. So if you really love your customers and you're passionate about touching them, guess what? You are blessed that you live in this world right, right. now. Right. Because you can touch customers in so many different ways that just 10 years ago, you, you couldn't touch them this way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's free. Relative, for the most part, it's free. It is. Right? 20, 30 years ago, if you wanted to get in front of your customers, you had to pay someone to make a TV spot for you. You had to pay someone to make a radio spot. Look, if you want a TV show <laughs> for 30 minutes or an hour a week, sign up, uh, sign up on YouTube and start putting videos out. Yeah. If you want a radio, if you want to be on the radio, create a podcast. <laughs> you can be on the radio every single day if you want to. There's no barriers. Right. If you want to get in front of your customers, you can find them on social media. If you want to communicate with your customers, you can do that. And so really it ends up being uh, about effort. And um, this, to your point, Pete, this is a fantastic, this is one of the best times in, in history to be in business. Um for the people that are willing to get after it, learn their their portion of, of marketing and, and how they can best provide value for their customers. Doug, let's keep the conversation going. How do people get a hold of you? Furnishingresults.com is the best way. Um, you can go there and you can find all my links, um, so on and so forth. Best place to find me. And for me, it's PetePrimo.com. We'd love to keep this conversation going, and we will see you on episode 006. Thanks, Sounds everybody. Great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the No BS Sales, Marketing, and More podcast for furniture and mattress stores. We love reviews at our podcast. They help us get found. Please review us at iTunes or Stitcher. And while you're there, please subscribe. This podcast was brought to you by Primo Furniture Sales. For more tips on selling furniture and mattresses, go to PetePrimo.com. Till we meet again, sell a million. Thank you.